0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 17th of January. And we are back, Mm -hmm. Juzzy Boy. Great to see you after a nice long break, my friend. How was your break? It was great. Good to get some rest. Good to get some COVID. But also very excited (laughs) for another year of exciting business news. Now get this one, Juzzy Boy. Kimmy K and Floyd Mayweather, Mm -hmm. they're being sued after they allegedly misled investors into a crypto token named EMAX. The investors reckon it was a good old-fashioned organized Pump and Dump Scheme. Three reliable stories this wonderful Monday, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Stan, the Australian streaming service, has just launched a new pay-per-view service named Event to ramp things up against old rival, Foxtel. This could be a potential KO for Foxtel, Brett. What is the story? (laughs) So, Stan, it's owned by Nine and they've got more than two million subscribers. And they've had some ripper Aussie (laughs) shows lately, like Bump and The Tourist. They've also got Stan Sport, which is now home to rugby. And now, out. They've just launched a new pay-per-view platform called Stan Event. And my friend, they're kicking off with a boxing event Ooh. between former All Black and NRL star Sonny Bill Williams and ex-Sydney Swans AFL star Barry Hall. Very juicy. And it's all part of Stan's plan to increase its subscriber numbers. And of course, still audiences from Foxtel's <laughs> main event, which up until now was actually Australia's only pay-per-view channel. So what's the key learning here? For streaming, first it was all about entertainment, but now it's becoming all about sport. And the sport... Sports streaming sector is becoming increasingly competitive. And Juzzy Boy increasingly fragmented. B-Man, gone are the days of free-to-air broadcasters holding all the rights to all the big sporting events. And nowadays, we've got Sport with FIFA and EPL rights. We've got KO, home to AFL and the cricket. And dare I chuck it in, Justin, Paramount Plus <laughs> with the golf. And of course, Stan Sport with the rugby. And with so much choice, it can be tough for providers to attract and retain new audiences. But here's the kicker, B-Man, because you can only get access to Stan's paper. Pay per view events. If you already have a stand membership, so my friend, not only do pay per view events help Stan attract new audiences, mm-hmm. it also helps draw more dollars out of existing subscribers. I like it. For our second story, Crown Resorts has received another takeover bid from a private equity giant, and it's now going to recommend to its shareholders to accept the nine billion dollar bid. Ah, uh, Crown finally ready to cross to the other <laughs> side, Juzzy Boy. What's the story? Okay, so Crown Resorts is Australia's largest casino group, and uh, let's just say. Last year, mm, wasn't a great year for this crew. No, it wasn't. They faced a royal commission in New South Wales. And this commission found that money laundering took place at their Melbourne and Perth casinos. But it didn't stop there, B-Man. Crown faced another royal commission in Victoria, which found the casino wasn't fit to hold its license. And late last year, Crown, when it was on its knees, Mm -hmm. received a takeover offer from an American private equity firm named Blackstone. And who is Blackstone? Well, they're a private equity giant that also holds majority stakes in companies like Ancestry.com, Mm-hmm. and even Bumble. And B-Man, they'd made some previous offers, but they were a little bit too low. So Crown wasn't having a bar. Until now. And Blackstone's increased their offer to nearly $9 billion. And Crown Resorts is recommending their shareholders accept this offer. Mm, interesting. So what is the key learning here? When there are compliance failures within a business, someone always needs to take the fall. And usually it's someone from the C-suite. You know, the CEO or the CFO. See, during the Royal Commission into Banking and Finance, many of the big four banks and they They came under fire. Three CEOs and one chair had to walk out the door. But at Crown, the issue is a lot bigger than just one executive because the failure was found to be at board level. And Brett, even at ownership level. So rather than change management, Crown has pretty much looked to completely change owners. And Blackstone clearly smelt a good opportunity and tried to pounce at a low, low price. Mm. For our third and final story, Virgin Galactic, the space tourism company, has announced it's raising nearly $700 million in debt and shortly after this its share price took a major hit you can send Richard Branson to the moon but you can't send your shares there Brad. <laughs> so what is the story so Virgin Galactic is another sister company of Virgin Airlines the intergalactic sister company now their whole mission is to eventually take passengers like you and me mm-hmm. on trips to space and they're definitely on their way they took founder Richard Branson to space in July last year and now Virgin Galactic is issuing 700 million dollars worth of debt in the form of convertible senior notes and what are they going to use this debt for? Basically, to accelerate the development of their spacecraft fleet. Which, Brett, is actually a major red flag because it's already nearly (laughs) two years past its commercial deadline for launch. And so, this news saw shares sink more than 16% at one point after the announcement. So what is the key learning here? A convertible note is a type of debt generally used by startups and high-growth companies that are looking to raise cash from investors. The challenge for many early-stage companies is that it can be really hard to determine their true value. It's kind of hard to value an early stage company because it doesn't have that much data around revenue mm-hmm. or profit or long-term growth rates. So convertible notes are essentially debt given to a company that turns into equity at a later point. That's right, FluxFam, debt that can turn into equity. And B-Man, when does that debt turn into equity? Well, Jazzy Boy, it can depend, but often it converts upon the closing of the next round of financing. When more information becomes available. And a more accurate valuation for the company has been set. Flux Family, we are so excited to be back for another big year ahead, and it's going to be a big year for Flux and the Flux family. So if you're enjoying the pod and excited for it to come back, please make sure to give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Jazzy boy, great to be back doing the pod again. It's about 80 degrees in this podcast studio. <laughs> we did well. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.